Hey everyone, Angela here. I'm the host of Creative Architects. And today I'll be talking about two of the biggest creator company collaborations that were recently announced and what they mean for the creator economy. I'll also be talking about Spotify's newest AI feature that's in beta, the changes coming to Google Podcast, and what's new with Beehive, the newsletter platform built for growth. But before we get into all that, I want to thank Castos for sponsoring this episode. More on them later. When you think about pop culture or mainstream culture in any country in the world, what you think about is cuisine, music, sports. To put podcasters on the same level as sports is absolutely wild. This podcast is brought to you by Castos. One of the best ways to learn something is to go directly to the top people in that field. At Castos, we do just that. Each episode of Creative Architects features creators who have taken their work to the next level. We hope that by watching and listening, it will inspire more creativity in your work. Along the way, Castos wants to be a part of your creative journey. From our suite of tools, feature-rich hosting platform, and even our production services, we're here to help. Connect directly with us by emailing hello at castos.com or by clicking on the link in the description. Thanks for tuning in. It means a lot. I hope you enjoy the show. I was recently in New York City for Climate Week, and I got the opportunity to check out the Hove exhibit at the Brooklyn Public Library. The exhibit spans all three floors. It has some really great interactive media and physical media. I'm talking, you know, albums, vinyls, VHS, books, photographs. And I really began to think about what is the future of physical media in such a digitally focused creator economy, Right. There is no like final for podcasts that we know of yet, right? There's no, not necessarily a lot of physical media really present right now, but jerseys as collectible items could fit the bill. Feastables, which is a uh, business founded by Mr. Beast, small YouTuber, may have heard of him, recently got patch rights to the Charlotte Hornets jerseys. To say that that collaboration is small is is um, not accurate. Um, <laughs> to see uh, a creator founded brand be on the face of, you know, the Charlotte Hornets and see them do, you know, all the press release photos and, you know, all the, the amazing things that are going to come out of this collaboration. I think that is huge. I don't know about you. I've never tried Feastables, but now I want to, you know what I'm saying? Even if you didn't know who Mr. Beast was, I think um, it just puts him at an even, even larger point of the conversation. And that's not all. We also see Spotify and Barcelona FC have inked a $306 million deal over the course of four years. I think that's a little over $70 million a year for jersey rights. So Spotify had already been partnering with Barcelona for at least a year or so that I know of. But now, you know, not only are they going to be able to put the Spotify logo, but, you know, music artists and podcasters that they have exclusive deals with. If you're anything like me, you know, you think about and hear about some of the deals that they've made in the past. I think they made a $60 million deal over the course of three years with the Call Her Daddy podcast. So essentially $20 million a year, which is an insane amount to give a creator, but her show is exclusively on um, Spotify. She came from another um, hosting platform. Now she's on Spotify, which is awesome. But there are some other ones that are completely new that, you know, creators that had never had podcasts before that are being paid to make podcasts specifically for the Spotify platform. And that's a big deal. But we've also heard some controversial news on whether that return on investment 
was really paying off for Spotify as a company. And now they're saying, not only do we stand by that investment, but we are doubling down on what we're going to do to make those um, exclusive creator partnership deals successful, which is the kind of energy that you want to see from a brand partner, right? You want to see them really have faith and really double down and have your back um, in terms of promoting you and putting you out there. I think as of right now, they only have some music artists confirmed. I think they have Drake. Uh, I think the first one will actually be Rolling Stones that will be on the um, Barcelona FC jerseys. I think they have Rosala as well on the docket. Um, I'm really interested to hear who you guys think the first podcaster will be on the Barcelona FC jerseys. Comment below if you have some some ideas on who you think it's going to be. It's cheating if you say call her daddy because you, you already know about them. But um, <laughs> um, I think that, you know, for people who are just listening to this or watching this and they're like, dude, I don't even have one million from a brand partner. What do I care that Spotify and even Feastables are spending these millions of dollars on these, you know, really niche marketing tactics? I think it means a lot. When you think about pop culture or mainstream culture in any country, in the world, what you think about is cuisine, music, sports. To put podcasters on the same level as sports is absolutely wild, right? To bring them to the forefront of the uh, conversation, especially as a creative economy, a creative industry, that's freaking huge. I'm so, so excited to see where that goes in the future and what this means for other brands who are doubting just the influence and the ability for podcasters and creators to make waves in the future and what, you know, future brand deals could look like, how creative they're going to continue to get and how, you know, specific to the creator and to the creative company that, you know, we're going to see these brands start to grow and evolve. So super excited to hear that. Super excited for the chance for physical media to um, kind of take shape in the form of, you know, creator brands. So creator products like Feastables, that's a physical thing you can hold and, and touch a jersey. That's a physical thing you can frame, you can wear it, you know, you can experience that. And I think that's so awesome to see and super excited for what else is going to come up. You know, if we have another, you know, just absolute legend come up and try to do, you know, their own exhibit in 50 to 100 years, you know, maybe Beyonce, like, what is that going to look like, right? What is what is replica or legendary merch going to look like in the future? Mainstream culture has universal elements that everyone can relate to in some way, shape, or form. And introducing YouTubers and podcasters into that conversation is huge. If only there was a podcast platform that was going all in on video podcasts right now. Oh, wait. If you haven't heard, Google Podcasts is sunsetting their app and they're moving all podcasts to YouTube Music, YouTube Playlist, uh, I believe, in the next year or so. Why is that huge? Especially if you're an audio podcaster. Why do you care about that? I think that Google Podcasts and YouTube Podcasts specifically are making a turn into a new era. I think they're transitioning um, the idea of what a podcast can be. I think there are a lot of things that we don't know yet, like how RSS feeds will play into the mix. Um, how people are going to have the same audio experience as they do video experience as they do on, you know, video podcasts by Spotify, which is, you know, you can still turn your phone screen off to listen to video podcasts or, you know, the audio from that. So, you know, right now, the only way that you can listen to YouTube music or YouTube in general with the app closed or, you know, while you're browsing on your phone, while you're driving is to have YouTube premium. So it's, it's a paid experience to have that. 
I wonder if YouTube is going to make an exception for YouTube podcasts in the future so that, you know, they can get more viewers and listeners onto the platform. We'll see. Remains to be seen. But I I think that only good things can come from that because I don't think Google really (laughs) invested in the experience of Google Podcasts. Um, And I think that, you know, in terms of discovery, YouTube is going to play a huge role in in video podcast discovery and audio podcast discovery. And um, I'm really excited to see what they do next with uh, YouTube Podcasts. I heard rumblings at a recent podcast festival that Spotify will be rolling out to specific creators who have an audience of a certain size, um, the ability to upload their video podcast in whatever host they use. So they won't be chained to, you know, Spotify for, for podcasters to upload their video podcast to the platform. I think right now with Apple Music or Apple Podcasts, you have that ability to upload a video podcast no matter who your host is. But uh, for that to come to Spotify, that would be incredible. And for that RSS feed to extend to YouTube podcasts would just be the icing on the cake because that would mean that you could upload an audio or video podcast one time and it would go to everywhere all at once. So that would be one, a time saver, which everybody would love, myself included. Um, and it would just be really a great way to make podcasting and video podcasts more accessible to everyone, no matter where your audience is. I'm curious, how many of you write email newsletters? If so, comment down below what platform you use to currently disseminate your new newsletter. Uh, I'm super interested to see how that will change after you hear what just happened with Beehive. You may even recognize some of the uh, founders of Beehive as previous employers of Morning Brew. So they're taking you know years of experience from an incredible organization like Morning Brew that has since grown and expanded well beyond newsletters and you know create something that's really unique and special in the space and that's aimed specifically for creators. So Beehive acquired Swapstack, which is um, kind of a newsletter advertising agency and service for, you know, newsletter writers. Um, So to have that fully integrated in Beehive in the coming months is going to be incredible. Beehive has already been a great resource for creators and newsletter writers who want to um, grow their newsletter through referrals. So now not only are you able to organically grow your newsletter even more, for your audience to grow, you know, through that one platform. Now you also have an opportunity to connect directly with um, brands and companies who would like to sponsor your newsletter directly and have ad space within your newsletter. Again, Descript staked their claim last week against Riverside, and we are seeing Beehive going toe-to-toe with ConvertKit with this new acquisition. Uh, ConvertKit, for those that don't know, actually acquired Sparkloop for their referral network because they already had an ad network uh, built in to their to their platform. So now you're kind of seeing, you know, Beehive catch up in that aspect with the ads. Wow, <laughs> this is awesome, right? Um, and I think that, you know, at the end of the day, everybody wins when creative companies start to consolidate and really think about what features can we add that people re- will really love and how can we make that so that they can find them all in one place. It's super great to see Beehive really kind of sticking it out so super happy for Beehive and Swapstack. Super excited to see what incredible things come from that collaboration and partnership. This is probably my longest episode of Creative Architects. And I know you're probably thinking, wow, I wish I could have this translated into another language so that I could share this with my friend who's a really huge Barcelona FC fan. Well, Spotify is working on an AI feature that does just that. Uh, they recently announced that they are testing how to translate um, or interpret uh, the voices of podcasters into different languages that still match the tone and sound of like the original speaker's voice into another language. 
So for example, I'm speaking in English now. There could be a feature that allows someone in Japan to hear this in Japanese. And that is absolutely wild. I still don't know how I feel about that. When I saw the video of Stephen Bartlett, who is the host of Diary of a CEO, um, have his voice changed from English to Spanish in the drop of a hat, I was both intrigued, but also a little bit scared. I think that, you know, trans voice translation isn't necessarily, you know, something that's new. We've had AI programs that are able to, you know, translate voices into text for a very long time. We've seen that YouTube allows for captioning both in English and in other languages um, for other people. So that is a form of that uh, voice translation, but it obviously just doesn't involve my actual voice changing. You can just read the captions in a different language. So I think from that aspect, I, to my knowledge, that hasn't been abused. And, and there's a really big part of me that is an advocate for making, you know, uh, creative content accessible for people, no matter who you are, where you are, and what your abilities are. And so I, I am excited for it to get rolled out and to see what the reception will be. As you know, we all know that podcast is not exclusive to the United States. So, you know, how can we make this more accessible for other people and what the global reception to that will be? I think really that there's nothing else to take away from this episode is that we're seeing that Spotify is focused on being a global podcasting brand and global audio brand. And uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited. I hope you're excited. I hope you're excited. If you stayed to the end of this video, thank you. You are a trooper. If you liked it, give us a like on YouTube, uh, leave us a rating or a view on your audio streaming app of choice, and I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you guys. That's all for this episode. If you enjoyed it, please give us a five-star review on your listening app, like this video if you're tuning in on YouTube, and subscribe for more episodes. I'll catch you in the next episode.